Sideboob Cinema is a retrospective movie show for adults only. Educational, satirical, transgressive. It's just entertainment and we're not out to offend, but at the end of the day, Frank Zappa said it best. You either get it or you don't. Roll the tape. authoritarian, scantily clad, iron deficient hotties with a taste for danger and your virgin burning obsessed religious guardians. This is Sideboob Cinema, your podcast within a podcast. My name is Ricky Orpike and joining me are my fellow vamps, Jonathan Astro and AJ. AJ, how's that Michael Jackson documentary coming along? It was really good. Conrad Murray, not the killer. Really? <laughs> not the killer. Yeah. Not the killer. Well, you know, my favourite MJ trivia is that Michael Jackson's pet name for his Johnson is The Thriller. People don't know this, but Thriller is all about MJ's dick. I like it. Can't resist the evil of The Thriller. I actually can't resist it. You cannot. I cannot. when When people talk smack about him, I just want to put on Billie Jean. And say, come on. And usually the person's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, uh, you know, speaking of scary things, this is the spooktacular, okay? Officially. This year's spooktacular. It's been been a year since the last spooktacular. Can't believe it. When we did Friday the 13th, uh, you know, Sheila popped in for, you know, to, to review some of those with us. I mean, it was just like... Yeah, just yesterday, but today, 1971, Twins of Evil, Hammer Horror, our first Hammer film. Mm. It's my first Hammer film. You said yeah, ever. You, ever. You yeah. guys, the first time. Yeah. Wow. I, I thought the link was for the doco about Arnie Hammer. <laughs> the actor. <laughs> What's that guy? Yeah. The actor. The, <laughs> yeah. the cannibal guy. Yeah. Who's done mad shit. Yeah, that's a new doco out about well, him. Well, um, so, But I know, watched the doco. <laughs> that's scary too. <laughs> Scary too. Uh, where, where have these films been all my life? They're great. Mm. They are great. Um, look, I, there's a lot of films that I want to tell people and show people, but I don't know. You know where do I start? Like, I got, I got to get them through your wife as well. So if I'm saying, <laughs> oh, you got to watch, you know, the horror of Dracula or something, is, is, is your wife really going to be like, oh yeah, <laughs> maybe? I don't know. Well, she didn't. She didn't have a completely shit time. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I made Frank watch it. That's good. Well, I'm glad because there are lots of these films and we'll see what you think of the next couple and we'll see if we'll, we'll push on. Oh, God, have mercy on this poor, unfortunate creature. In old Gothic Europe, they had two burning passions, witch hunting and devil worship. Practice the black arts. They worship the devil. They're all slaves to Count Konstein, and he is their evil master. Do you know what I want more than anything else? To meet Count Konstein. (gasps) They look alike. They dress alike. Two identical beauties. 
but one of them has the very devil in her. For you, all pleasures should be supreme. These are the men they call the Brotherhood. Seek out the devil worshippers <laughs> by burning them! <laughs> and this is the sister who is about to enter the Devilhood. Look, what do you see? <gasps> we are the undead. Immortal. The devil has sent me twins of evil. Maria now, unsuspected, good and kind. Think of the havoc you can cause. I thought it was your sister that I loved, but now I know. Maria. Twins of evil. All right, let's get this synopsis out of the way and then dive straight in. So, set somewhere in Austria in the 17th century, the film follows identical twin sisters, Maria and Frida Gellhorn, who have been recently orphaned, uh, moving from the cosmopolitan Venice to the more sedate village of Karnstein to live with their dreary aunt and uncle. Actually, uh, Aunt uh, uh, Weil, uh, played by Peter Cushing, is not all bad. Most nights he's on the town with a, a, a merry gang of Puritans called the Brotherhood, hunting down witches, who all seem to be young, hot chicks, and, well, probably not witches. Naturally, Uncle Vile is quite stern with the girls, that's Frida and Maria, which causes one of them, Frida, t- to act out, and she becomes quite infatuated with Count Karnstein, a pale and creepy bachelor who lives in the castle up the way. Uncle Vile is no fan of Count Karnstein, who has a reputation for his interest in Satanism and black magic, but the Brotherhood can't touch him because he's protected by the Emperor's favour. Uh, one night, Karnstein's limp-wristed, one of his limp-wristed attempts at satanic rites gets real when he sacrifices a young, hot girl whose blood drips down into the tomb below and calls forth the vampiress Merkala Karnstein from beyond the grave. She's hot too. Okay. <laughs> Uh, point is, Mercala turns the count into a vampire. Frida, the wayward twin, the one who's the one who's up for it. AJ, yeah, definitely up for it. Okay, she takes off uh, in the dead of night to the castle after she receives an invitation from the count. And Count Karnstein turns Frida into a vampire and offers her a chained young victim just for for openers. Again, a hot chick. Uh, Frida returns home and Maria, her sister, complains that she's taken beatings for in covering for Frida, her absence. Uh, but Frida threatens her and tells her not uh, to go on doing so, covering for her. Uh, Maria has fallen for a young music teacher called Anton, who initially had the hots for Frida, but is now up for the other one, I guess. Uh, he's <laughs> a bit of an expert on superstition and when his sister is killed, he's become convinced uh, it's the work of vampires. And one night, 
Frida attacks a member of the Brotherhood and is captured by Uncle Vile and thrown in a cell. While the Brotherhood debate her fate, Count Karnstein and his lackey sneak into... Oh, that's Joachim. We'll come back to him a, a, a bit later. They sneak into the cells and replace Frida with the chaste Maria, okay? The old schwitcheroo. Uh, Anton goes to see Maria at her home, but it's Frida, really. And she tries to seduce him and kill him, but he managed to, manages to repel her with a cross. Anton rushes to rescue Maria, uh, who's uh, about to be burnt at the stake by Uncle Vile out in, the, out in the woods. And the Brotherhood are convinced Maria is not a vampire when she kisses a, a crucifix. So, Uncle Vile bones up on vampire hunting from Anton. Basically, burning is bullshit, uh, stake through the heart or beheading is the only way. Uncle Vile, uh, Anton and the Brotherhood head to the castle to kick some ass. The Count and Frida try to flee, but Uncle Vile jumps them and he decapitates Frida in one uh, fell swoop. The Count manages to capture Maria, the surviving twin, but our heroes are closing in on him. Vile challenges the Count, but is killed with an axe to the back. Anton tosses a spear and hits Karnstein in the chest, killing the vampire, saving Maria. Anton and Maria reunite, and the film ends on a frame of Karnstein's half-melted face. (laughs) (laughs) the last frame of the movie. Hot pink titles appear as well. Yes, yeah, that's crazy. Now, did they use a vampire film to tell the story of four boobs, or did they use four boobs to tell a vampire story? <laughs> there was always a cheeky one out. The the boobs are omnipresent in this film. <laughs> yes, they are central to this film <laughs> and my getting us to watch this movie. So, yeah, no, it is interesting um, because they, it appears, uh, that might be in your trivia later, uh, but it, I suspect the film, the story goes that the producer, literally thumbing through Playboy, finds these centerfolds and goes, "Ooh, got to have them," <laughs> yes. and then made the movie. <laughs> yeah. So Done. in answer to your question, it, it was going to be called something else. They had another people in mind, and they're just like, "He's like, no, that's you can make a movie about this." Um, <laughs> So, so they started you know. with the boobs and then they reverse engineered it into a movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you know, um, I feel like that's a good enough, it's a good enough reason as, as any. <laughs> <laughs> so when I watched this movie, I sent this clip around because this is all I could think of when I think of twins now. People don't care about this. They want hard-hitting stories and in-depth coverage and... and... And twins! From Scary Movie 3. <laughs> Which I think is directed by one of the it's Abrams or Zucker or one of them. They, they took over. So our guys, you know, we love those guys. So that's what I think of twins. And then one of the one of the one of the comments in YouTube says, "Every time I hear the word, every time I hear the word twins, I hear it like this in my head." <laughs> twins. Where's that America gone? I feel like oh, the Twins yeah. America. Yes. The Twins America. 
has that is lying dormant like the the Dallas Cowboys America you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. why, where and the Budweiser America like yeah. why they need to fight back and beat the the sort of the woke the sickening like hectoring like I told you I would have no problem with all the hectoring and the like if someone was calling me a racist but they had the titties out <laughs> I would You're be okay with that. <laughs> and they handed me a bud. They handed me a bud. And they had the titties and they're like, you're such a fucking piggy rapist. <laughs> like, right, like just, right, right. you're just a awful man. And I'd be like, this is, this is great. This is great. <laughs> so anyway, back to Twins of Evil. <laughs> Goodness. Anyway, this is actually, I blew it. This is actually a trilogy and this is like the third one. So... I don't know what to tell you. There's like other. Oh. There's, if you didn't know what was going on, maybe that had something to do with it. <laughs> because it's based on no, but it's like a loose. The thing what you got to learn about Hammer movies is Hammer doesn't care about what you know or what you think, and it doesn't no. care what you saw last year in their movie. Mm. So <laughs> yeah. they just change the law all the time. They change the actors. They don't care. Like, like, so um, they do, but they don't. They just got to get it done. So fast the other two, <laughs> yeah, it is fast and loose. Absolutely. Because they've based this on some short novella by someone called Sheridan Lefanu, um, a story called Camilla. Right. And it sounds very interesting. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you the, give you the little blurb. Carmilla is an 1870s and wiki, 1872 gothic novella by Irish author Sheridan Le Fanu, uh, and one of the early works of vampire fiction predating Bram Stoker's Dracula 1897 by 26 years. First published as a serial in the dark blue, blah, blah, blah. The story is narrated by a young woman preyed upon by a female vampire named Carmilla, later re revealed to be Mercala, Countess Karnstein. Carmilla is an anagram of Mercala. The character is a prototypical example of the lesbian vampire expressing oh. romantic desires towards the protagonist. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Chef's you. kiss. Chef's kiss. So I feel like there's a little bit of change since Dancer in the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I just needed to, you know, blow the cobwebs out. You know? <laughs> well, they they do play pretty fast and loose with the mythology of vampires in general, too, though, right? Because these vampires they walk around in the daytime, you know, mm, and and, the, I thought and that. the rules are kind of ambiguous too. It's like, you know, do, when you get bitten, are you instantly a vampire? Do, do, do some victims die? Like I, I could that was a bit confusing to me because some people got bitten and then they were vampires instantly. Some people got bitten and, and then they just died. So mm. that is a is a despicable inconsistency. I'm gonna think about it. That's uh, that's absolutely unacceptable. Like I th I feel like this is covered in into the interview of the vampire because the whole point in that movie is like if you drain someone entirely, then they're dead, right? Yeah. Mm. But if you buy if you sort of drain them. Uh, mostly and leave them alive then they're a vampire right sort of but yeah the hammer doesn't care <laughs> uh, yeah and the other question i had is like why did the cross burn the evil twin's hand but not her left boob because mm. <laughs> he throws that cross at her it hits her on mm. the boob and she's like eh, and then she takes it off and then it burns her hand <laughs> just so you could see a boob and a crutch How much I always wanted you. 
horny horror. Yeah. We need to bring that scene is the best scene. And <laughs> it so we're talking about a scene where Anton uh, Frida pretending to be Maria tries to seduce Anton and it's great it's got like these great close-ups of her trying to sort of transfix him with her eyes mm. they're, and they're, they're breaking the fourth wall they're, they're on a big screen that would be amazing too she'd be just you'd be eyes and close-ups of the face on a big screen that's that is just mm. transcendent so you'd just be like oh and bosoms as well uh, <laughs> <laughs> there we forget now that so basically she pops one out and then uh the rest of it and then they wrestle and then <laughs> You sort of, it's sort of, she's trying to bite him and, but not really. And, and so you're sort of going, oh, oh, oh. And there's swinging bosoms behind the, the lacy undergarments. Yeah. And now, did you notice when the swinging bosoms happened, the score had hmm. these timpani, ba- you know, like these timpani hits. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, come on. Did it? It did. Yeah. That's, that is fantastic stuff. I Another chef's kiss, really. Uh, <laughs> So now in that scene, I said, Katie was with me and, uh, you know, I said, oh my God, look. And she goes, what? And I took it all the way back and I said, you see a bit of bush. So that's exactly what I said to Frank. I'm like, look. Yes. She goes, goes, oh, you saw what you wanted to see. And I go, well, well, yeah, yes. But I said, big bush. I said, she's got a big bush. Like it was, it was everywhere, you know, like it was, you know, she couldn't contain it. And um, <laughs> so I I just thought that was great like that. And it was the right amount too. D- during that scene, I was yelling at the screen, just saying, let it happen. Dude, Anton, just let it happen. <laughs> just, just, just let it happen. Just let it happen. Oh, yeah. I, I would let it happen. Um, yeah, I don't see what the big deal is. Just let it happen. You know? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what Harvey Weinstein also said? Yeah, yeah. You know, just don't embarrass him yeah. in, the, in that hotel and you'll be okay. His weird dick. So this universe, though, the Hammer universe, and we'll learn more about Hammer as we go. We've got a couple more weeks, so we won't get too deep tonight. But, you know, maybe I'll get your perception, but I'm, I feel like one of the things that... that um, I feel like the Hammer is happening in the same universe as the Carry On movies. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Like there's yeah. something about the... the it's It's... Just constant old men and young mm. hot chicks with no yeah. chicks in the middle. Like it's always, yeah, Peter Cushing and all these other old guys and just young chicks. And you just go, where yeah. are the, where, where's the women who aren't 18 to 28? You know, like, uh, do they exist? Or there might be a crone, <laughs> maybe. But it's weird. Yeah, Don't there's you think? one crone. So there's one crone and then we've got just like, it's just these endless men. Like, I think this is what they mean when they talk about the patriarchy. <laughs> I, think this, I think this is what they mean, isn't it? This is the, because it's the world. When, when we've got the setup, when we like, this is what we create. We go, okay, I got it. I got it. Like we're running around this fire and vampires and, and only hot chicks and no one else, you know, I fucking hate it when some ugly chick comes and ruins it, you know? And you go, I know, I know, don't worry. We won't, none of them will be in it. <laughs> well, isn't this like patriarchy, the movie? It's like the whole thing is about keeping your stable of virgins intact, you know? Mm. Yes. Yes. Well, it is, yeah. No, because, and it, it, well, it's a horror movie for, you know, the, the father of daughters because 
it's basically about lock up your daughters, you know? Mm. Like, it's like you've got these hot daughters. It's like, what if you had really hot daughters? <laughs> and you go, oh, I don't want hot daughters. <laughs> and then, because they're doing snap zooms on the bosoms. Like, like she leans over at one point, like, to look at Karnstein and the, does, the camera operator can't help it. She just goes, wow, wow. just zooms right in. <laughs> So yeah, no, it is about protecting them, and because it's it's about the yeah the valorization of um of virginity and it, virginity being a well spiritual thing, but but a gift to to men mm. and the rest of it, and mm. you know I think which which hasn't been a popular feminist notion. No, <laughs> they're not that into that. <laughs> I don't think Clementine Ford would like be into that idea. No. You know? <laughs> Well, would you like that scene where the count is is fucking that first vampire and she starts stroking off the candle? Yeah, I wrote down here candlestick hand job. Yeah. that that was a nice touch. But I thought she was gonna do something with it, not just jack it off. Like, <laughs> so did I. I thought she yeah. was gonna bang him with it or something. Yeah. No, but like that, the joke's on you. Like yeah. you thought you th- you 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 thought as a viewer. That they were going to do something, you know, that there was going to be some character development or some plot elements. <laughs> no, she just jerked it off. And I didn't then... think I was watching Scary Movie. <laughs> 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 when the ghost is fucking her. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So, no, that was, that was confronting. That was confronting. Absolutely. Well, what about uh, other scenes? What will be like? I like when the evil twin first first goes to the Count's place and they're having that dinner with that other chick. Hmm. And he, he asks her, you know, if, if he thinks that the twin is is attractive. And she goes, oh, she, she's all right, I guess. And then hmm. uh, the Count says, oh, that's not a very handsome compliment. And then so they get into this little thing and then, hmm. then it ends with them, like, just chaining her up and... Having a bit of fun with her. Yeah, there's a little bit of sort of uh, tiny touch of uh, lesbian friends mm. in that scene. Yeah. Um, and massive rack as well. Massive rack. Yeah. I want to know what you think of Frida. Don't you think she's beautiful? She's all right. That's not a very handsome compliment. You're not jealous, I hope. I am a simple peasant girl, my lord. We can be bought for a few pieces of gold. Now you're being insolent, girl. Greta. Silence, Dietrich. You need to be taught a lesson. Don't you think so? Yeah. Then we'll punish her together. No! My lord, I apologize. If you'll permit me to leave. You're Kim. Well, that, that's one of the things about Hammer. It's just cleavage. Just, just like... Everywhere. Cleavage is again just it's it's just the top. You know? Like like so simple. So simple. Think about that. I'm just gonna have these two things, I'm just gonna put them together, and you're gonna see not much of it, but you're gonna see enough, and it's gonna be just the best thing ever. Like, you know, and even people who say they don't care about cleavage or like chicks who go on about, oh, yes, I just dress for me and all that. And like, it, it, they're doing it too. If you've got cleavage, you're using it. You can't tell me if you've got cleavage, you're not going every now and then just going boing, putting them together and seeing what happens. 
I mean, am I right <laughs> or Boing. what? <laughs> <laughs> the timpani. Get the timpani. <laughs> well, some chicks like to do it, and then they they just so they can yell at you and go, "They're not for you." <laughs> Yes, well, they're not for me, but um, <laughs> but can't I at least look at the camera the way Benny Hill does after I see him? <laughs> you know, but that's why. No, it's like in pop fiction when they say, you know, it means nothing, but that's why it's so fucking cool. You know, that's why he's, mm. he's talking about those. That's that's the thing about cleavage. It's we we act like it means nothing, but really it means a lot. There's literally the top of someone's bosoms <laughs> bursting forth, <laughs> and sometimes it's it's obscene. Like it's like big globes hanging out there. Is this episode just like the boobometer extended or something? Well, no, but ever. No, but this is because of Dancer in the Dark. Because Dancer in the Dark burned my soul so bad, I needed just a parade of endless boobs to talk about boobs the whole time. Not even talk about the movie. Not even talk about what happened. Just get that out of the way and just get straight into the. Give the the guts of it, you know. <laughs> well, maybe we should talk about the count. So, you do you, do you think the count is like a cross between Kenneth Williams from the Carry On films and Freddie Mercury? Oh, he's well, like he's camp. He looks mm, like he camp. looks like the love child of those two people. But then mm. he's he's camp as fuck. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got some great close ups of, mm. of him being horrified and frightened. There's some great things of him being frightened. Have you seen this? Like, he, like he always goes like, like oh god, like, like he's so pathetic. You and know? then the like, security guard comes in, <laughs> yeah, or his jo- version of Joachim. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Probably the most offensive part of the movie. Yeah, Joachim. that's right. Yeah, but but Actually. what what do we think of the count? Like, I mean, he's not. I mean, he's I, I, camp. I think, he's a yes, I, I think of other, you know, you think of Bram Stoker's Dracula, you know, I mean, mm. other other portrayals of, of Dracula. Well, he does, you know. Christopher Lee it, is, you know, he is the hammer Dracula and he's handsome and tall mm. and broad and, and, and yeah, it's somewhat exotic and dark, swarthy and the rest of it. And this guy is none of that. He's, he's sort no. of like... <laughs> He's just a bit. He's a. He's a. He's a bit limp and a bit pathetic yes. and whiny as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, whines about stuff. And yeah, because he's he's fronting as well. He's, he's putting on all this satanic stuff. He's going on mm. about how he's into it all, and he's not. You know, is he? <laughs> like, <laughs> he stumbles upon being a vampire. Mm. Yeah, really. that's yeah. right. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of him. But <laughs> but that's why it's weird. I mean, Count Karnstein. Like, if you were it's 1971, you go to the movies and you're like. They trick you all the time as well. You think that it's going to be Dracula, but for you know, probably for legal reasons and whatever else, it's just, it's just some other guy. Like, but he's basically yeah. Dracula, yeah, yeah, but not, mm. but yeah. And it, it's funny because in that doco, they say um, in the seventies, you just go and see anything. Didn't matter what it was, so <laughs> people would just go to the movies, no but questions asked. But that's fascinating to me because mm. I guess people do that with streaming now, but. There's something, why do I like that more than I like the streaming version? Like, I, I like something about the, maybe because there was less content, maybe. Mm, yeah, uh, definitely. And, um, you just got what, you got what you got. Like, you would go yeah. there and, and there'd be a, a, a few choices, but that would be it. Like, now, now you're, you're crippled by the choice when, mm. you, when you're looking on a streaming service of what to watch, you know. 
That's right, yeah. But but there's something charming about these movies, these Hammer mm. movies. They're, you know, my old Barrow that I keep pushing is it's 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 a big disappointment in this country that we that we don't have. We've we've covered a little bit of exploitation, but that was I feel like exploitation was stamped out, you mm. know, or, or for whatever reason, and and uh, we don't have the equivalent of. Like this, this, this studio was making movies for decades and decades and mm. decades, and and proudly, um, I'm sure it was a little bit, um, you know, seen as yeah, uh, retrograde here and there, and you know, maybe they 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 were bad taste here and there. But then again, they were really popular, and I think they went through waves of being more acceptable and and sort of graceful and and more. Mm. Uh, exploitative or exploitation, you know what I mean. So these these certain waves over the over time, but uh, but still there was an acceptance, and people they went they created their own content, and they all went to see their own content, and mm. there was something so um, I don't know f- freewheeling about them and and fun. Like really, when you watch a Hammer, Hammer movie, you're hanging out at Hammer Studios. That's what you're doing, yeah. because you, it's the same sets and. They're reusing shots all the time. Like even in this movie, there's one shot they use about four times of these torches yes. going back and forth. Yeah, I noticed fire. that. You notice that? They love yeah. that. So of the same really, chick, yeah. Same chick. Yeah. So so really, you're just you're hanging out with these people and this vibe, and and that's so nice. And and we don't have the equivalent in this country. We, you're only allowed to make Australian stories. Mm. You can't make you know Twins of Evil. <laughs> you know, you can't make Dracula or Flesh of Frankenstein or whatever. Mm. And there's something so earnest about what the, about the project that these people are doing. Like they're, they're just like everyone behind the camera. They seem like they had a lot of fun. They worked really hard by the sounds of it. But they all got paid, and they just, you know, they did it, and they didn't sit around trying to reinvent the wheel. They were just like, oh, in this one, Karnstein's the bad guy. You know, yeah. and in this one, there's twins. And where'd you get them? I got them from Playboy. And so, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and a good like, one and a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With weird accents. Yes. What the fuck are these accents? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I again, I mourn for what, like, why, like, what is it about our culture? Why, why, why don't we mm. have Hammer Studios? We've got the fucking land to do whatever, like, the resources. I don't get it. Mm. You know? One of the things that I uh, got out of the, the documentary that we watched about Hammer is some of the earlier films, the black and white ones, uh, they looked really edgy. I really want to see that mm. science fiction one about the ooze that, that, that comes out. Quatermass in the pit? Yeah. Is it? Mm. Yeah. That looks no, this really a, edgy. Well, I, you know, th- there are... I've been playing it quite, um, you know, uh, <laughs> close to my chest because I didn't want, didn't want you to... You know, I didn't want to know how it was going to go, but there are some that are, are fucking proper movies, like like that they they made enough movies, and some mm. of them are, are dreadful, and like like Dracula, nineteen seventy two AD or whatever. Like there's just ones that you just go, oh my god, and that's a train wreck. But <laughs> they made enough that there are there are there are a few more than a few that are fucking proper movies, and I'll I'll uh, Frankenstein created woman, which. I think we should do Devil Rides Out, which is proper. Quatermass in the Pit, absolutely. And there are some that are in between that are just like really glossy and sexy. And you know, I actually picked one from uh, to start with in 1971. This is actually arguably on their decline. 
Right. So either either depending on what you think, it's either their zenith or their decline because they started to get a little bit more. You know, the, the 1970s were a bit more freer time. Sex and gore was a bit more acceptable on screen. And so they started to lean into that a bit more. And, and sort of the charm, a bit like with the carry-on films, maybe the charm was starting to, to, to wear off a little bit. So wh- where does the Raquel Welsh film fit into this? Is What's it called? A million BC or something? <laughs> <Yes>, BC. <laughs> That's one of their 50s ones, I think, though, from the 1950s. It looks <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, well, they're, well, what if what a studio? So we've just focused on their their horror, I guess, for the first part of it. Well, the titties mainly, but the, but the horror <laughs> is what what you know, I always think of. I think of you know Dracula, Frankenstein, all that. But they but they they made science fiction, they made straight thrillers, they made psychological thrillers, and yeah, these 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 prehistoric this, that prehistoric film. Uh, they also made another one called She, which is set in the same sort of you know ye oldy time. <laughs> So yeah, they just they they were so uh, inventive and think about it. They had about two dollars, and mm. then they just had big ambition, and they they um they got around their, res- their their restraints, and and it's so exciting, you know, uh, and and managed to send them all around the world, and and yeah, I don't know, I I just I just love them. I love like uh, I, I can't wait to watch more, you know. Well, we haven't talked much about uh, the the witch element in this film. Like it's it's a Dracula film, but it's also like a Salem, yeah, yeah, Salem, sort of a, a picture as well, which is uh, which is interesting. It's sort of the focus early on is is on the witches, but then not so much later on, which I guess is a bit weird. That's an underrated point. Yeah, the the, the witch trials that they're, they're not even like faux trials; they're just a bunch of scruffy men yelling "get her," and then they just burn some chick. Like <laughs> there's no investigation at all, you know. Not like in Ken Russell's The Devils. The Devils, where. <laughs> The trial in that film is is a sham, but at least they're having a trial, you know. Yeah. No, here it's just straight up. And you get the feeling that all the chicks they burn are totally not witches. Yeah. Like, so so Uncle Vile is a bad guy, like, like yeah. or, a, or a good guy doing bad stuff, you know, or a, it's, uh, um, but it turns out there is evil in the land. So it's actually quite, it's, it's quite unsettling. Mm. But then again, he gets his comeuppance. So it's... It's actually it does this movie does spend its tickets quite well. It kills one of the twins, which is which is quite extraordinary. Mm. Doesn't redeem her um, in in the life anyway. And uh, Uncle Vile, I guess, is is sort of punished. He did have to go. Like he he did enough um, misguided, terrible things in the first half of the movie for good reasons. Uh, that it just you know. He actually did have quite a good arc. Now I think about it, like he he ends up killing the twin, sends her into the chapel, so he's made made peace with her, and then he gets killed by the vampire. That's it's quite that's mm. nice. That's good. Like it wouldn't be as good as if he lived, because mm. you'd be like, mm. yeah. <laughs> and then they all sit down to dinner, just him yeah. and one of the twins. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes, "I'm glad that's all over." Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> well, who's who's the hero of this film? Is it is it Anton? Or is it the, the that the he young gets his sloppy twin. seconds? <laughs> <laughs> Again, Anton, fifty years old. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. What is he? Thirty-eight, fifty? Who knows? Fifty, seventies, seventies, twenty-eight. That's right. You know, just smoking, <laughs> like, and again, the D six are seriously eighteen years old. Mm. Yeah, like they are just like you know they are in in their old parlance barely legal. 
Okay. But Anton, he's not a hugely likable character, really. Like, he's a bit of a douche. His music sucks. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I, I so yeah. I don't know. He's if he is the hero, he's not a very convincing one. No, well, it's got to be the twins, right? Mm. Well, actually, right. <laughs> it's a tricky one because we don't. Uh, it's it, it it's 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 multi it's multi protagonist in a way because we we actually begin with Uncle Vile and then we introduce to the twins after so it's it's sort of like Altman esque Robert Altman esque in the way we because we, we hang out with you know them and Karnstein mm. we're not the narrative perspective isn't singular so we're not it's not like we are solely in the perspective of one or the other or just two it's like it just goes anywhere we need to go. It's like, yeah, anyway, fuck it. Uh, we're going to see Count Kunstein now. Uh, That's right. Oh, here's yeah. the twins. They're in bed. Oh, they'll kiss. Maybe they won't. Uh, moving on. <laughs> and you know? how she says, oh, I wish that you wouldn't go back there tonight. And it's only been one night. Yes. Mm, and it's like you've been going out there for four nights. Right. <laughs> Again... <laughs> They don't just go with it. Sense. Just go with it. Yeah, they're yeah. just like we've got to get this done. Yeah. Well, well, there's another <laughs> shitty, shitty part of the film that um, that jumped out at me, and that's how the count gets past the guard to do the switcheroo. You know, it's basically he he hit, like weirdly hypnotizes the guard or something. But oh but, yes, yeah, like like from from a script point of view, I guess they had to get into the jail and swap the twins over somehow without anyone knowing or without the guard getting murdered so you know let's just do this bullshit hypnosis thing no but that's that's a vampire thing is it yeah transfixing people yeah, yeah. but but they they haven't explained it very well though. those close-ups are amazing though I, I feel like I feel like they should have he should have some somehow in the film you should have seen that earlier you know him do that technique to someone mm. and yeah. then so it ended up so they kiss it Superman does at the end of Superman 2 to get you to forget <laughs> to get Lois to forget everything yeah. and you go is that a power he had and it's like yeah it's just the kiss of forgetfulness yeah. <laughs> and you go that's a less touted power of his he could do so much good stuff. So AJ, it's not it's not just lazy writing then. So it's actually a vampire thing. <laughs> well, it is the same movie that has Count Kanch, that has Joachim the, uh, you know, the Igor figure come up to Count Karnstein to warn him, uh, and it has this dialogue. <laughs> yes, Joachim, we know they are coming. We are waiting for them. They have crosses. <laughs> And stakes? And axes? Anton! <laughs> and why does he why does he smack the twin after that? Yeah. Uh, well, that's just for her, that's for her insolence. <laughs> I guess the general insolence. Oh, but so what is what is Joachim's deal? This weird mute black servant guy. Mm. Um. Well, I, it, look, I just figured he's 
<laughs> you need a you need an eagle. You need someone to do mm. your bidding. You need or a Renfield in Dracula, a Renfield character, someone to to, to to But then again, these guys don't operate during the day, so it's not quite as useful. He's mm. the brawn in this movie, so he's yeah. a mute brawn and Hodor. You know, just, yeah, he's a bit of a Hodor figure, and you know, again, look, he is black, and um, I, 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 I want to say, oh, that's great, but then I know that whatever you say is not great. So people would go, I can't believe you would say that, like you know, and you go, so, so what? It's isn't that good that like at that time that. You know, someone's getting a gig and it's like, yes, but they should have done more. And it's like, I know they should have. So what now? <laughs> this is how those conversations always end. So, yeah, no, but it probably is offensive now that I think about it. Yeah. Highly you know. offensive. <laughs> no, no, it's no good. They've, they've, they haven't tried at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and to not give him any lines. Yeah, that's the Terrible. worst. Yeah, that actually, is. Yeah. No, that is a slap in the face. And then he it's has just to like... horribly, like, mime the steak, <laughs> yeah. like sharpening the yeah. steak, like sharpening his finger. And then, yeah. oh, it's just And we hear that awful. great dialogue, though. So, yeah. <laughs> Wins all round. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you know, while we're on uh, the subject of... of of men and things. <laughs> I think it's probably time for Keeper or Creeper. So, just a couple tonight. Look, we're not going to do Anton because... Look, Ricky's already sort of slammed him anyway, so I couldn't, you know, <laughs> to keep integrity. Because you might go, yeah, his music isn't that good. <laughs> so, uh, we've got a couple for you here. Uh, let's start with uh, Peter Cushing as uh, Gustav Weil. So, just a couple of things. I, it, You know, it's very short. So, I think he's quite tall. Oh. Very, very gaunt. Mm. So, I don't know whether you like that look, but those cheeks, the sunken cheeks, skeleton mm. sort of face, you know? Yeah. Older chap, um, proper old. Yeah. Like Grey, old. So, loves his work. <laughs> Tends to bring it home with him. That's true. Workaholic. Yeah. Workaholic. He's a workaholic. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, but he might be a bit religious. Mm. And just... <laughs> just a tad, and just one last little thing. I think he likes sitting around a good fire. <laughs> he does, and I'm all for that. So, so that ticks that box. So that ticks that box. <laughs> so, so that's good stuff, Vile. Next up is uh, Damien Thomas as Count Karnstein. Sort of slim and wiry, mm. uh, a bit younger than than a Vile. Um, now, how do I explain this? He's got sort of a black, but Bob Buffont mm. hybrid hairstyle. Good hair. It was good. It's hair. good hair, but like it's it, it's you think it's it's not a bob, it's mm. not a bouffant, it's it's, it's somewhere not, it's in not a slicked it's like, back. It's no. up, it's slicked back up and just down on the sides, pulled forward on the neck. <laughs> so I looked at it a lot and I was like, What is that? <laughs> uh he's, he's aristocratic, rich. Oh, that's rich. true. Snappy dresser. So again, you know, he's got he's got all that going on. Huge digs. Like mm, that's an true. actual castle. That's so, true. And a dead be... wife. So sweet. She is out of the picture. <laughs> so he is all good to go. Um interested in trying new things. That's true. Hobbies I like that. And, and whatnot. But if I had to be honest, um I don't think he's gonna call you in the morning. So mm. that. He seems to move on quickly. Mm, so I that's, might be that's dead too. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, I, I can't verify. Yeah, I can't true. verify any of that. Any of that. So that's Count Karnstein. What are, what are we looking at here, AJ? We've got um, uh, Gustav Weil and Count mm, Karnstein. Well, as Ricky said before, a bit of La, of la Femme. Right. Yeah. So, no. So that's him So, bum, bum. And, yeah, the old, the old guy. What else? He's not bringing much. <laughs> so. If he was rich, would that be <laughs> yeah, different? Yeah, it uh, would be. Because <laughs> then it would be the old Anna Nicole. You could say, oh, well. <laughs> Few more, gone, so, few more years. Few more years. It's a bit of a stickler, though. Bit of a stickler. He is a stickler. You know, do you know anyone who likes a stickler? No, like, I do not like a stickler. Like, mm. who likes a stickler? Like, like mm. I know guys who go out with sticklers. Yeah, 100%. Or married to sticklers. But chicks mm. going out with like this sort of guy? I don't know. Mm. Anyway, it's a creeper sweep tonight. Thank you. Mm. So. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> do you think that the just to talk about the ending here? Do you think that the good twin should have looked at the camera at the end and show her fangs, <gasps> or gave her a wink? Yeah. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, that would have like, been cool. Because because there could be the scene where it's ambiguous as to whether she was bitten or something. You know, it doesn't make sense, but just make her be the the mm. the, the evil bad one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Who who cares yeah. how it happened? Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Love all that. Love all that. Mm. Mm. Like in but that guess... other movie that we watched when we've watched movies for a year, so that really leaves it open. Which and the Hugh <laughs> Grant movie. Whoa, Lair of the White Worm. Mm. Yes. Camera. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was good. It'd be yeah. good. I mm. feel like the Hammer films, though, they're really straight. They want you to walk out going, ah, that was good. They don't want yeah. you to go, oh, like, yeah. they don't want you to be scared at all. They want you to walk out going, oh. Yeah, but, right. but the film, like, freeze frames on that ugly shot of the melted <laughs> skeleton head. So yeah, you'd but never they be you... scared of. <laughs> but they want you to hate him. Mm. They're like, they're like he, was a, he was a baddie. He sucks. <laughs> but he was one of the best you ones. <laughs> he was one of the best ones. <laughs> He was. He was. All right. I have uh, only only a couple of pieces of trivia here. So the original film included a short scene, which was later cut, in which the evil twin approaches her uncle, uh, and the scene is a bit out of place as their uncle is busy burning someone at the stake, and somehow he teleports back home, and the evil twin gives him a show. I'm not quite sure what that means, but I've read. Mm, it sounds great. Show. It does sound <laughs> great. <laughs> Uh, but it was cut. It was cut for American audiences and possibly to maintain continuity. Uh, but the original scene was aired on public television in the 1980s, so could be something there. Mm. So the two twins were from Malta and still had very thick Maltese accents, and so the studio had their dialogue dubbed by British performers. Oh, so I've made fun of people from Malta. Is that racist? Yes. Uh, is it right? <laughs> Or are they white adjacent? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not sure. They're hot, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> hot, hot privilege. Hot privilege. <laughs> so Damien Thomas, he played the Count, broke his artificial fangs whilst biting Madeline Colston. That oh. says everything. It really does. I would break everything I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He just went hard. He was like, hang, hang, hang. Yes. Like, just, yeah. I got to have that. I got to have, have, have that twin. <laughs> so the twins were the first ever twin playmates that uh, posed for Playboy magazine. I'm sure there's been others. Oh. Are we allowed? Look, 
the unsayable is twincest is best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, like, why are we going to walk around <laughs> acting like people don't like it? Like, this is so stupid. Like, whenever there's twins around, everyone is thinking, and it's even in Mad Men, they've got a great line with those two twins, and they, they go, hey, why did you, why did you kiss? And they go, why does everyone always say that? It's like, because it's hot. <laughs> it's hot, you dummy. Like, I don't make the rules. So, but, but this idea, like, because incest is... You know, is a, a, a <laughs> horror. It's a horrible thing, but twin cest is great. So, what do we do about this? What's to be done? Just, I don't know. Just not have twins. Well, well, don't have twins. But, but, but it's, but it's like it's just it's it's yeah because that song says it all. Twins, like he, they, 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 he gets it. He gets it. If you sing it like that, you get it. Like, can you, if I showed two hot twins, like, you know, maybe, I'm not even going to say breaking the law. I'm saying like maybe about to kiss to any man on the planet. It could be literally that tribe who's never seen humans. I could show it to them and they'd go, twins. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why this movie was made. And that's why we're watching it. Anyway, any other trivia or is that it? I, I, I had one more. So uh, special effects veteran Bert Luxford uh, first employed Spam, that's the canned ham, then bone marrow, and finally resorted to using a large German sausage to simulate Frieda's decapitation for the climax of the film. So I think it it's could be her neck, her neck ah. or something. It is good, yeah, and really surprising. Good editing mm. and yeah, it comes out of nowhere because you think... I don't know. There's, they're going to hedge, and it's going to be you're not going to see. He's not going to mm. go through with it or something. But he does. Yeah. He just cuts her head off straight away, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's yeah. that's better than the movie." Mm. Yeah, you know that is the movie. They, they, mm. That is the movie. Yeah, and the much. boobs. <laughs> and the boobs. Well, um, what do you want? Do you want me to, or do you want? Yeah, yeah. Remember, we need to talk about the okay. Me Too meter. Yeah, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we do, we do. We have you're to. Right, you're right, you're right. We do. So, heavens to Bechtel, uh, as we say, Bechtel test, informal way to evaluate bias against women. So, uh, it needs to be a woman, two named women who talk to each other about something other than a man. So, we've got Maria and Frida. They are named and they do talk together, but this is a tricky one. They sort of mainly talk about Count Karnstein. Mm. Like, but or their it, uncle. does it count? Or their uncle, but, is it, but does it count? Like... I mean, what what are the fucking rules? This this test sucks, Bechtel. I hate you, but it's like, are are they allowed to mention? I mean, he is a fucking vampire. Like, are we allowed to talk about a fucking vampire, or is no. it just a, a a man? No, they should have other interests. No, no, a vampire and a witch hunter. <laughs> it's like, oh no, if they're not talking about Todd, the hot like you know water cooler guy, <laughs> who, you know, like. They should this be talking too... about their side hustles. <laughs> they should. Oh, they would slay on OnlyFans. <laughs> yes, yes, they would. So anyway, on with the show. I think it fails the test. So uh, the this movie announces itself early when Maria and Frida arrive in town and we see a quick shot of three male villagers giving each other a nod and a wink. <laughs> Ladies, pay attention. 
This is what we do the moment your back is turned, okay? You hand us the spreadsheet of the creditors and turn your back to go to your cubicle. Meanwhile, we're nodding and winking and going, Whoa! I'd like to butter her, crumpet. (laughs) (laughs) You've all been warned. Uh, anyway, the, uh, once again, it is refreshing to see a documentary element included in these silly films. Here we have the Brotherhood, a secret society of men who police the speech and dress of women, uh, a group of patriarchal sadists who burn suspected witches at the stake. Now, though, it's much worse. So these same men have banded together to keep you out of STEM subjects. They don't want you crushing it on Wall Street or making your coding dreams come true. Okay, so the Brotherhood is still out to get you. Uh, and we even get a sample of their attitudes in one uh, of their meetings. There's a little sample. Uh, one of the Brotherhood stands up and says, he's got an idea. He says, there's a cottage in the woods. A young girl lives there alone, uh, refuses to take a husband, someone says. And then, then he pipes in with, they say she has many husbands. Oh. Well, little do these men know that having no husband and having one night stands is the pathway to happiness of the modern woman. The brotherhood, they, they probably want you to, you know, take a bit more time off work, focus on raising children and joyfully experiencing the growth and development of new human life. Well, fuck you boys. Nothing gets in the way of my graphic design career. Okay. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. So fuck you, brotherhood. We know what to do. Anton is a teacher at the local school, and yet he thinks it's appropriate to get hot pants for young hot twins. He abuses the power relationship to get his own terrible ends, and there is nothing, absolutely nothing, desirable about the thought of two nubile women caressing and fondling each other's bodies, exploring identical flesh with fingers and tongues as they writhe in one hot, sweaty mess. Nothing, I say. Fucking (laughs) hell. Nothing. Anyway, the most egregious crime of the film comes in the form of the twins of the title, which I suspect is also some kind of dirty euphemism, to be honest. Uh, This movie uh, was created because one of the producers, Harry Fine, happened to see a Playboy spread featuring the Colson twins. This man paid money for sexual exploitation materials and became so excited, he decided to make some money off the misery of these women. I don't know where to start. This entire movie is an exercise in sexual humiliation of these young women. Innuendo, suggestive looks, bosoms smashed and squeezed together in fancy dresses. And the most disgusting scene in which Vampire Frida seduces Anton by popping a titty out and then having a sexy wrestle with him in in a vain attempt to sink her fangs into his neck. We see swinging bosom and even flashes of pubic hair. Disgusting. So there's a few other things dotted around. I mean, I could, you know, I saw, could be I saw here Frida, all day. I could be here all day. I saw Frida sort of get hot when when they talk about Satanism. There was that night mm. she was like, she's like all turned on. We see shadow of Bush of the other chick who's laying on the altar um, through the through the sheet. So that's all there. Uh, there was a comment about funny staring eyes of men, like you know, mm. wanting to. They're like that. That was a that was quite. Fa- that's what I was talking about. Like the, the the two twins are in the room. And she's like, I think they're even. She's he's even saying Uncle Vile will come up here if he sees our light on, you. And then she says like, um, oh, you've seen those men in the park with those funny staring eyes. That's horny men. Okay, yeah. looking at them going for, and uh, 
But she's implicating <laughs> Uncle Vile in this that he's going to come up and punish them. Yes. I mean, that's beyond the pale. <laughs> so you're so. not into that kind of incest? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. But the other thing is great. <laughs> so, anyway, what do we think? What does this get out of 10? 10 out of 10, all the way. 12. <laughs> yeah, I think it gets about that. I wonder what the Guardian says, though. I, I, I reckon we'll, we'll check them out as we go along, but I feel like there's there's probably one person, the old school Guardian, who's probably like hanging on. He's like, oh, oh I like Hammer films. Oh, they're so charming and, and lusty. Mm. And like going, oh, am I going to get fired? Like, Are they going to say, did you say lusty? And then you go, yeah. And like, that's code for rape culture. And you go, oh, I thought we could watch Hammer movies. And they're like, no, no. No, watch this boring woke movie and you're fired. So watch yes. it anyway and you're fired. So take that. Um, yep, I agree with all that. So the boobometer rating, uh, quantity two bosoms, <laughs> endless cleavage, uh, and quality outstanding. AJ, this is uh, for full marks. Was that a slide whistle? <laughs> yeah, fucking A. There's going to be a lot of eye closing right now, guys. Uh, yes, <laughs> As yes. he takes so it that, all in, drinks it so in. So that's, that's the full mark sound. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I think the evil twin is slightly hotter, but the timid one has the bigger rack. Am I reading this correctly? <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite Anton of you. <laughs> he was into the he was into the dirty one. Yeah. Uh, initially. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, "No, I want the pure one." Yeah. That's right. With, with the bigger rack. I want the one that hasn't got beheaded and won't eat, eat me. <laughs> yes, but it's it's the other one was you know she's more fun probably. Yeah. Like, Definitely, initially. she's more crazy. Yeah. Yes, I mean, think about that. Like, so crazy, she wants to go up to a castle and get raced off by a disgusting. Rich count. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. what do I find like that? <laughs> Haven't you got us into enough trouble? No supper and early to bed. Is that all you ever think about? Yourself? Don't be so greedy. But if anyone comes and finds you gone, there will be a terrible scene. No one is going to notice, stupid. I don't know what you're complaining about. All you have to do is go to sleep. I'm not asking you to come with me. I wouldn't dare. I know you wouldn't. You're scared of your own shadow and terrified of dear Uncle Gustav. Yes, I am. Well, I'm not. I don't care if he does find me gone. The Count will protect me. Frida, I beg you, think about what you're doing. Everyone says he's a wicked man. What about it? Who wants to be good if being good is singing hymns and praying all day long? He's doing what's best for us, I'm sure. It might be best for you. It's not for me. I'm going, and you might as well stop arguing about it. <laughs> Actually, I think my wife is kind of a bit like that. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. She's a you know, happy you know, mother, mother type. Now, how do you give a blowjob with those fangs? Uh, I don't know. Um, Very carefully. Yeah, I can, I'll let you know when I get turned. When I get turned into a vampire and turned gay. Yes. So, well, yeah, then you, know, you can... Uh, both things. But vampires are <laughs> pretty things. gay. Yeah, they it's are. a views gay. Well, actually, it is, and actually, 
this whole thing, Hammer and their the way they do vampires, like we've talked about this before. I mean, I know it's low hanging fruit, but one thing that that stupid Twilight series doesn't understand is why vampires are great. Mm. Like, if yeah. you take, and I know it's because she's a Mormon chick or whatever, she's got or yeah. whatever, she's re- she's religious. But the thing is, if you take the allegory of sex and death, of it's just a stand-in for fucking and mm. fluid transfer and 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 yeah, and I guess sexual aggression and being taken and all that stuff. So if you take out that allegory and you don't have any of that, you don't have the biting of the neck. That's the whole point. You need the biting of the neck and the person looking. Like while they're dying, looking like they're having an orgasm. That's mm. the fucking point of vampires. Oh, and also transgression. So the reason that Carmilla story is so interesting is, is because through the the lens of this of this of this ghoulish fantasy back then, that's the only way they could conceive of two women having mm. some kind of connection. You know, and that's something. And and so when you when you make it all very literal, it's just like, what are they doing in the toilet? They're just like hanging out. Like they don't, they don't do any of this. They're so, just lusting, looking at each other, lusting. They are doing that, but we need some fangs in the neck and, and all of that. And so, um, yeah. So, so hats off to you, Hammer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if you listen, they listen to Dance in the Dark and they listen to this one and they're like, is this the same fucking show? Yeah. It is. I love it. It is the same show. Uh, well, it's interesting. Um, you mentioned The Guardian and reviews. Uh, I found it hard to find a review from when it came out. And uh, most of the reviews that I I found were of people reviewing uh, the Blu-ray release, which happened in 2014. So uh, Diabolic Magazine uh, reviewed the, the, the Blu-ray release in 2014. And uh, said, however, for many, it is the third installment of the cast and trilogy, Twins of Evil, that is uh, the highlight of the series, moving into completely uncharted territory. Scriptwriter Tudor Gates uh, instead crafted a script that infused vampy eroticism with some interesting and unconventional twists and turns. The result is a clever script that also touches on witch-finding and the hypocrisy of religion, thus portraying a message that not everything is as black and white as it seems. Now, I also picked out uh, this great tagline from IMDb. Someone calling themselves Baron Blood in 2008 gave it 6 out of 10, and the tagline is, a cold, charmless Cushing with plenty of cushions abounding to keep abreast of. (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10. (laughs) Very good, good, Baron Blood. Thank you. (laughs) He could write one of your openings, Ricky. (laughs) He could, yeah. Outsource that. Same kind of energy. (laughs) Well, I feel like, you know, because I'm embarrassed, I I talked about boobs so much (laughs) that and twincest that I feel like I want to pick one next week that takes some of that away, like that I can't do that. Because if I do it again straight away... I'll feel dirty the next day. So let's do The Devil Rides Out, which I think is... And Ricky, you'll like this one because it's sort of cults and Satanism and all that. So maybe we can get into some cult stuff. And um, yeah, I just don't think there's many titties in it. So. <laughs> right. I'll leave it. Leave it 
Well, that was our first instalment for the Spooktacular 2022. Uh, yes, and we said what we said. Did you? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> well, until next time, long live the new flesh. Long live the new flesh. Twincest is best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>